Yizzo, what's up, what's up, what's up? So basically, I just wanted to get on here and talk about Joel Embiid for a minute. Uh, Joel Embiid is, is a generational talent, man. Like, he can dominate a game in the post. He can uh, If he got the jump shot going, he has an impeccable footwork. I mean, what can this guy not do? It would have been a 12-game um, streak where still he had 30-plus points if uh, the game before last, Doc Rivers didn't send him out, but he still had 25 points. Last night, or yesterday, I should say, because we played the 2, o- the two o'clock game, Joel Embiid had 32 points in a loss. Our second-best player is supposed to be Tobias Harris, he didn't finish the game well at all. He did. This is what I mean about his inconsistencies. He's not consistent enough for us to go to where we need to go. So, Joel Embiid is carrying this team. It's crazy how the only reason why a lot of people don't like Joel Embiid, well, two reasons. They say all he does is get these fouls that's not really fouls, but, you, you know, teams can foul him all the time. He gets to the line. One, two, that he gets hurt a lot, but he gets hurt a lot, even with Ben Simmons being in the lineup, even with Ben Simmons being in the lineup, Joel Embiid has to do everything because Ben Simmons refused to do everything or try to help with things that would stop Joel Embiid from getting hurt. Joel Embiid right now, it was a play. And he looks so damn disappointed in the team. But it was a play where as though that the ball, the ball, it was a loose ball. Joel B had to come from trying to grab a rebound, even though the rebound was long, to go and get to get on the ground to get the loose ball. He had four of the opposing players around him, and nobody else seemed to help. They were just standing around. The foul wasn't called on four players on one player, which was Joel Embiid. And it became a turnover, a steal. Um, they put up the shot, and it was an and one. So they got to the line. They scored three points. That caused three points. So just that play there, you can just imagine what Joel Embiid has been through. If you're not watching the games, or if you are watching the games, and just going with what the media is saying about Joel Embiid injury prone, or Joel Embiid is not good enough, or um, my favorite, Ben Simmons can't play with Joel Embiid. No, it's the simple fact that Ben Simmons wants that for himself. He wants to be the guy, which is though that we all know he can't be the guy if you're not going to shoot the basketball, if you're not going to be a leader on the team, if you're going to sit up there and once fans start turning on you, you sit up there and say, I want to go somewhere else because I don't like it here. You know, things like that. Where Joel Embiid went through the process years. He had a broken foot. He had fans here saying that they don't know why we picked him because he, he was injured, you know, coming out of Kansas. So then then on top of that, we went through the injury years. We went through the process. We went through different different teams. We went through Brett Brown's situation. We went through Sam Hickey, um, Brian Colangelo. Um, Brett Brown being an interim uh, GM. Uh, we had uh, uh, Elton Brand, and now we got Daryl Morey. So it is rumors that are coming out that Daryl Morey wants to get Joel and be the most help possible in his tenure here. 
And basically, the rumor came out yesterday that Joel, uh, that Joel Embiid, well, not rumor. It was that wasn't a rumor. I, the rumor was basically Daryl Morey um, and James Harden basically been talking, and James Harden basically told press that um, that he's he's open to being relocated. Like I understand, I don't understand, but what I'm seeing is that it's a connection with KD and Kyrie that KD and James Harden doesn't have. And that's okay. But if Darren Morey is ready to make that move, I will make that move way before February 10th so the chemistry could be there. I wouldn't wait until the last day for it to be a big trade or close to that date. I will make that immediately. I will make that trade immediately. Because James Harden, yes, he can help out Joel Embiid in numerous ways. He can, he, 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 um, can get to the basket. He can um, set up Joel Embiid. He can set up set up our shooters, and he can score his own points. Joel Embiid and James Harden on the court is at minimum sixty points already on the court. If we can find a way to get James Harden and not have to trade uh, Tobias Harris and let him be the third or the fourth option on the team, that would be great. I'm ho- I'm hoping that we can pull this off. Honestly, because the Nets right now, as we've seen, they need defense. Ben Simmons has that. They need to set up person. Ben Simmons has that. Ben Simmons can play the power forward, or the point forward, or he can play point guard and let Kyrie slide to the two. These are all sell- good selling points. But overall, James Harden needs to get back to being the old James Harden. Yes, he's putting up some numbers, but it's not consistent because other players have to have the ball in their hands, such as... KD and Kyrie but overall man I just want Joel Embiid to get at least one championship before he retires I want him to retire a sixer I want him to have his best years here because he deserves it he been through the struggle with us he been through the struggle but Joel Embiid's talent needs to not be overlooked not to be overlooked when we sit up there, he sit up there have a bad game. It's oh Joel and B not shooting too much. He's not in the post enough. Then when he's doing both, now y'all don't want to sit up there and put him in the MVP conversation. You got the Joker in in there. You got Giannis in there. We got better records than both of them right now. You see what I'm saying? But they are number one, number two. It's all about politics, man. And Joel and B is not about politics. He doesn't kiss ass or anything like that. So they got him out or maybe fifth in the voting now. They still got LeBron up there. They got KD up there. You, you see what I'm saying? Like, these guys are not doing anything that Joel Embiid is, isn't doing. Like, Joel Embiid is leading our team past COVID, past injuries, past the Ben Simmons saga bullcrap. And we're still prevailing. We're still in the playoff hunt. We're in the playoffs right now. But since, you know, it's the Sixers or since it's Joel Embiid and things like that, oh, we're not going to give it to him. Last year, he was supposed to win MVP. He was the most valuable player on the team. If you took the Joker off the Denver Nuggets for as amount of games that Joel Embiid missed, they would not miss much of a beat, period, period. They had a team, man. And then they, when they traded for, uh, what's your call, from Orlando, 
when they traded for him, they got better. They got better. So what I'm saying is, yes, you you miss out of getting people open shots and everything, but the Nuggets can score with anybody in the league. Whereas though the Sixers need Joel and B. Now, they need him a lot more now because we don't have a facilitator that's going to um, draw open three-pointers and things like that. So they need him a little bit more this year. But even last year, when we had the facilitator and all that, we needed him to score the ball more. We needed him to um, um, dominate. We needed him to draw the fouls and and have that balance with the fast pace of, of Ben Simmons in, in, in our um, three-pointer, three-point shoot, shooting and um, the half-course set with Joel Embiid. And the half-course set, um, Ben Simmons is crap. He's crap. He don't know what to do. Fast pace is where he gets all his bread and butter in a, in a fast break. So, with that being said, that's another reason why Ben Simmons would not be the star player of a team. He cannot be. The only way he can pull that off is if he goes to LA and become a student with under LeBron LeBron James before he retires. That's the only way. If he's not going to do that, then if he go to the Kings or he goes somewhere else, it's not going to happen. It's not. You're always going to be even the second or third option. Period. I said the last two um, All-Star games, Ben Simmons shouldn't have went. Ben Simmons only went because out of us being the first seed last year, he was the most consistent because Tobias Harris isn't. Yes, we was rooting for Tobias Harris to be uh, in the All-Star game and things like that, but he wasn't consistent enough. He wasn't. And fans didn't want to see Tobias Harris. Let's just be honest. They didn't want to see him. The fans now don't want to see him here. So, Tobias Harris just has to be more consistent playing alongside Joel Embiid. See, he's in a messed up situation right now because being the second option means that you, when Joel Embiid is off the court, just like, like I always say this in every podcast about the Sixers, Chris Middleton shows you why he's an all-star. Because when Giannis is not on the floor, things like that, who's the scoring going through? The scoring is going through him. Yes, they have shooters all around Chris Middleton, but Chris Middleton is the number one guy on the court when Giannis is not there. When Embiid is off the court, who's the number one guy? This is why Dot Rivers have to continue to put in Tobias Harris with the second string, or he got to put in Seth Curry to hit threes and make sure, or, or hopefully, that he gets hot or he gets going. But he didn't get going last game against the Wizards. We got blown out by them. Doc Rivers' rotation with Joel Embiid is suspect. Joel Embiid only had 29 minutes, and he's supposed to be, if not one, well, one of the best players in the, in this league. And you only give him 29 minutes, knowing damn well that we need to win games. Like, what kind of coach is that? Whereas, though, we're number one in, in, in the East. And I swear, I think it's an agenda for um, Ben Simmons' stock to go up. I honestly believe it is. Because there's no way that I have one of the best players of the league in the top five. Top five players of the league. And I'm sitting him when it's crunch time. I'm sitting here trying to figure out, you know, 
why why is Joel Embiid in um out out the game and you got somebody that can only score off oops with Drummond is he's 50-50 from the free throw line. Like why would you why would you not have Joel Embiid in? You can't rely on Tobias Harris as we can see. This is why I'm saying Joel Embiid needs to be appreciated more. Joel Embiid needs to be helped. He needs help. And if upper management is not seeing that, I don't know what we're doing here. I don't know what we're doing here, regardless of Daryl Morey sitting up there saying that it could take a year or two to get Ben Simmons off the books. Regardless of the rumors saying that Ben Simmons saying if he's not traded by February 10th that he's going to he's going to sit out for the rest of the season. Regardless of any of those things, get him off the team and get some players in here that can help Joel Embiid right now. When you get that contract off the books, that give us money. And once that money flows in, then we can sign somebody in free agency. Like. Honestly, uh, uh, James Harden is not happy with his role. Yes, he's going to be be a good sport because now he got a chance to win. I don't know. See, we all in Philly, all we know is how Daryl Morey feels about James Harden. We don't know how James Harden feels about Daryl Morey. I know they're cool, but I don't know if he, they're cool enough for him to link back up with him to try to get him a championship. But we need players in here that's going to help out Joel. It's no reason. It's no reason why I'm screaming at the top of my lungs in the last past couple games about Charlie Brown, who ne- who, who only made probably like two baskets while he's getting his time. But he's playing hella defense, and he's making it hard on players to, you know, especially he, he was playing Bradley Bell good uh, yesterday. Carwell Pope had them afloat and things like that because our guards suck on defense. Be honest with you. Tyrese Baxey and Seth Curry sucks on defense. Yes, we were without Matisse Thibel and we're without Danny Green, two defensive players that we, we count on every game. But we need a lot more. We need another 30, 20, 25 to 30 point score. In this East, the East race right now is very close, very close. Whereas though a loss could put you out of the playoffs, and I'm not saying that the Sixers are not good enough because we've seen what they're capable of. They beat the Nets, we beat the Bulls twice, and we beat and we beat the uh, the only team that we really didn't beat is the Bucks. We beat the Heat. We know what we, we could do, but we're not doing it consistent enough for Philadelphia Sixers fans in my liking. We're not. But that's all I wanted to say about uh, Joel Embiid, man. I just wanted to give him his flowers. I wanted to um, let him know that basically, and, and you guys know that basically we're rocking with him until the wheels fall off. He always gave us 100%. He never sat up there and slighted us. He never slighted us. We never really fully came out because he does so much things well. And we're just talking about offense. We're not even talking about his presence on the defensive end. We're not talking about um, his leadership this year or previous years. 
trying to get Ben Simmons to shoot more, trying to trying to sit up there in the media and take all the blame and, and all the heat, being a leader. So, with that being said, Joel Embiid needs help. Daryl Moore need to get on the ball. I'm gonna continue to talk about this because it just needs to happen. And once it does happen, I'm gonna see how whoever we get mesh with Joel Embiid because at the end of the day, that's the face of the Sixers. You can follow me on Twitter at King underscore Until next episode, y'all. Peace.